I got the promo. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Kellen Patterson <laughs> of the O'Kellen clan. Yes, indeed. Super excited. But first, this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship foundation in all of the world. That you are a drug athlete and are looking for a solid, very solid foundation to stand on and a vehicle to drive your goes like what does Roy? Like a Mack truck through the proverbial ice cream. With, with snickerdoodles and sprinkles and chocolate way. <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> Check us out at p4pmuscle.com. And now let's chit-chatter with Amanda. Hello, Desiree. Hello, O'Kellen, O'Patterson. And, you know, I don't even have a chit-chatter for the banter this evening because we've just got to get on with this show. We have such amazing yes, guests. We, do. we don't want to run out of time. Yes. So get us set up, Kaylin. Let listener land know what they can expect and who they can expect tonight. I, I am a geek. And a nerd on this one because I am so super pumped. I think I can go to the gym right now and work out just because of the two gentlemen that we have. <laughs> I mean, super elated. I I don't even think I would need my alter ego. I'm telling you, champions, legends, I mean, just paramours for the sport, ambassadors that just know how to basically rock the stage. And also basically, you know, engage with the people when they're not on stage. Just been doing it and holding it down for just year after year. Legends in their own right. Uh, definitely ambassadors of goodwill for the natural community. I'm talking about Kiyoshi, Rudy, and Phil Ricardo Jr. I'll start with Kiyoshi. How you doing, brother? And then we'll pass it to Rico after that. Hello. I am doing very good. Thank you for having us on the show, Desiree and Kaylin. Yes, fantastic. So, Kiyoshi, before we pass to Rico, why don't you just give a little bit of background about yourself for our listeners? We are around the world, and while we know and love you over here in the States, there might be some folks out there that aren't familiar with who you are. Well, background-wise, bodybuilding-wise, um, I've been competing since 1997-98. That was the first time I actually competed on the – actually, back then it was called the ABA with Denny and Diana Kekos. And, you know, I dabbled here and there in a little bit. I dabbled here and there a little bit as far as different organizations, um, CMPC and the WNBF and, you know, the NGA. I've I've competed here and there everywhere. But – you know, I've actually I've stuck with the IMBA, PNBA, and, you know, I've been very fortunate enough to win the Natural Olympia title six times. Um, and wow. And won a couple shows here, won a couple shows in the MPC as, as far as, like, you know, with Rico. You know, I, I kind of followed Rico, and I followed his path because he competed in the MPC before I did. So, and I wanted to see what, you know, what the MPC was about. And, you know, and, you know, I came back to the IMBA. All right, thank you very much, Mr. Ricardo Jr. Philip, let the, let the people know who yeah. you are. How you doing, Desiree, Kaylin, Kiyoshi? Uh, yes, Philip Ricardo. I'm very, very happy and blessed to be here. And um, just like Kiyoshi said, I think we have 
such a similar parallel background with the sport. Um, I've been competing since 1992. Uh, when I joined the military, I joined and I uh, competed in a very small Far East uh, show in Iwakuni, Japan. And I kind of set the stage for, you know, the rest of my career basically competing in the MPC before I even knew about the ABA. And then uh, it's so funny because Kyoshi and I were kind of like the up-and-comers to the ABA when it first started out back in 98 and uh, he had won some big show and everybody was talking about him because he was you know the new guy that was you know had incredible shape and size and, and, and condition and then I had won the uh, ABA Southern California we ended up beating uh, for one of the, the two of the big shows later on that year and uh, you know we both really have respect for each other as brothers and, and you know competitors uh, followed each other's career, competed against each other a few times, and uh, you know I've always followed him and had crazy respect for the things that he's done in the sport. I've competed in many different federations, just like Kyoshi has: NGA, MuscleMania, uh, ISPA, um, um, what is it? The IPE, of course, the PNBA, IMBA is where both Kyoshi and I kind of, you know, we we, we keep our uh, allegiance to you know we love the Keiko's family and have competed in their shows uh, pretty much uh, specifically for the last few years and uh, like Kyoshi I've had success in the Natural Olympia winning it three times I've won the uh, PNBA Natural Universe three times I've won the PNBA World Championships twice and that's been my career very blessed I can't even believe that I've accomplished what I have and it's been guys like Kyoshi that have motivated me to keep on going and uh you know, enjoy the whole sport as a whole. Yes. All right. Fantastic. Yes. Fantastic. I'm loving so I, we're we're kind of coining coining this show as our uh, living legends episode because you guys have been, you know, kind of infamous in the natural bodybuilding community. And um, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's been to Kiyoshi's Facebook page or if you've seen our promo post, but that's one pretty spectacular photo you have there with all of those meadows, and it also uh, graced a magazine cover. <laughs> tell us, tell us a little bit about what led up to that opportunity. Um, actually, after after winning the sixth Natural Olympia um, professional title, um, Denny Kekos and Diana actually contacted me and said, we want to actually get with you, and we're going to have a photo shoot with Noel Degante. And I, I didn't know who the guy was. I didn't know anything about it. And, you know, only only magazines that I was actually in before that was Muscular Development, uh, Muscle Mag, and Iron Man. And so I, I kind of did those, and um, they contacted me and said, we want to do a photo shoot with you. And, you know, since you just won the sixth Natural Olympia title, um, which this is what we're going to do. So I said, okay. So I go, where do I have to go? And they said, we have to drive up to uh, um, L.A. Because I live down in San Diego, which is about, if you know L.A. traffic, an hour and a half drive can end up taking you about three and a half hours. Just yes. to get to your destination. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, you know, it took me a good it took me a good minute just to drive up to L.A. to do this photo shoot, but which was well worth it. And it was about a good two-hour, two- to three-hour photo shoot. And, you know, he said, just do whatever you want to do. And, you know, um, Denny, Denny told me, he said, hey, make sure you take your medals up there and you do something with Noel to do your medals. 
And so I met with him, and, you know, I was very, very fortunate, you know, and blessed to actually, you know, actually they put me on the cover, which I had no idea what was going to happen. So, and then that kind of that kind of went kind of spiraled from there. So I'm loving this. I'm loving this whole part of the show. Uh, I got to throw this to Rico because you know the show we're doing tonight is called The Legends because you guys have have been you know so paramount in the sport and doing what you do. But Rico, you actually have a show called The Legends, and that'll be coming up. You know, is that was that picked? Because of the uh, your status in, in in the sport, or is that something that you felt would be uh, something that people can understand and, and come commit to, knowing that you would be a part of it? Um, that's a good question. Honestly, that came about from uh, I used to be sponsored with Body Evolution. You guys were pretty familiar. I know you yeah. are, Kaylin. Um, uh, my old uh, good, my still friend Jason Hansen. Um, he had the Body Evolution, and uh, we. You know, living here on the East Coast versus, you know, Kyoshi and I, we both used to be in the West Coast. And uh, while we were stationed out, while I was stationed out there, it was easy to compete and do all the, you know, INBA, PNBA shows. But when I, you know, retired from the Marine Corps and moved to the uh, East Coast here in Virginia, there really aren't any shows at all for the INBA, PNBA. And being that both Kyoshi and I obviously love this federation. You know, I talked to Denny Kakos and told him, hey, you know, it would be nice to have more shows out here so I could compete and, uh, you know, continue to be part of the Federation. And so, you know, with me and Jason, well, first, you know, I told him, hey, I'd, I'd love to get a show out here. And he said, well, if you promote it, then we'll go ahead and do it. And I, me promoting, I, the only thing I have skills at really is just stepping on stage. You know, I, I don't I don't like to do the, the promotion or any business aspects of anything, but you know, I took a stab at the dark, you know, prayed on it, and, you know, God blessed me with the, you know, the opportunity to do this promotion. So I uh, started promoting the show back in 2013, and we had to come up with a name for it. So at the time, like I said, I was still uh, sponsored with uh, the Body Evolution, and Jason came up with a name and said, you know, you're, you're the legend. You know, let's call this thing the Legends Classic. And it's stuck ever since, and not just for the show name, but just what people – you know, call me, and, you know, by all, by no means do I feel like I'm a legend. I know that I've done a lot of cool things in the sport, and I love the sport, and I've had success, but, you know, it's something that the name on top of legends is something that a lot of the athletes can look at trying to gain a title, you know, of, you know, the Legends Classic Champion for the IMBA, PNBA, and I've been doing it for six years now. This will be my sixth year of the show. This year is August 10th. And uh, I'll be here in Woodbridge, Virginia. I'm hoping to have a lot of athletes every year. We always have a great show. It's a pro-am, so we have a professional division for all of the categories as well as amateur. And uh, this year, you know, many many times the competitors that compete at this show, it's an automatic um, uh, qualifier for the Natural Olympia. So whoever comes into the show, they're automatically qualified for the Natural Olympia in Vegas in November and most of the people that compete at my show and do well end up going to the Natural Olympia and doing well. I've had, you know, a couple of, you know, top pros that have competed that have won the Natural Olympia, uh, a couple of amateurs that go there and turn pro and do well. So uh, this is a good show, a great show, and I'm very blessed to have the opportunity to be a sponsor, I mean, a sponsor, a, a promoter for this uh, federation. 
Well, and we're excited that you're excited and that you've been doing it for so long, especially since you didn't think you wanted to do it in the first place. So, I mean, that is definitely a testament. I have a uh, a shout-out to both of you. This one's from our listener, Jacob, and he says, What up to these guys? They've been holding down the sport for so long. Thanks. <laughs> That's from Jacob. So, folks are definitely excited that you're here. But, you know, guys, i got to back us up just a little bit. I mean, we've got the Highline profile, and people have been following your careers for quite a while. But let's, let's go back to that very first show and let's just talk about what got you started in this sport to begin with. Kiyoshi, why don't you give us your uh, your flashback Thursday, if you will, <laughs> to us. You know, first. you know what? This is going to kind of tie in with what with Rico, because back in back in 1998, you know, I saw Rico. Actually, I competed in a couple of shows in the ABA, and and I saw this guy. Actually, I had I went to a show, and I went there to go watch. And not knowing who Philip was, had no idea. <laughs> and I get I get to this show, and I'm sitting there watching this show, and I see this guy get on stage. I'm like, good Lord. I go, yes, good physique. I go, damn. And through the, throughout the show, and I'm sitting there watching, I'm like, God, man, the more he poses, man, the better he's getting. And then he comes out at the night show with this routine. That just oh, yeah. man, I, I still I still remember it to this day, and I wish he would bring it back because I would be the doctor. This guy came out at the night show <laughs> with a full fledged routine. I kid you not, he was laying on a on a gurney type thing. And if you ever you ever seen that movie, the, the Frankenstein? Now he was on this gurney. He had the the doctor, DJ. He had everything, the whole shebang, and it looked like um like he was doing a um a whole routine as far as, like, you know, guest posing. And he came out and had just had me in awe. And I'm just like, wow. I go, that I go, man, I got to step my game up. And at the end of the show, you know, he, you know, of course, Philip wins this whole show. And, and I'm sitting in the audience. I'm just like, I'm just cheering for this guy. I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. I'm just like, damn, I go, this guy's good. And he, he says, Kyosh, I'm coming after you. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, cause I, you know, I'm still, I'm still new to the sport. And I'm still new to the sport. And I'm just like, I go, good Lord. I go, I go this guy's good. I was like, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm still learning. I'm still learning this bodybuilding thing. And, you know, later on that year, we end up meeting up at, um, I think it was what, the USA? Team USA. Film? Yeah, Team USA. Yeah, yep. The, Team USA. The, the Team USA. Awesome show. And mm-hmm. and that was like that was my one of my first years competing, and and I was just like I was and I go like you I was in awe of this guy, because when he came out you know he had his act together he knew what he was doing, and I'm just still a newbie I'm still learning how to pose and I'm sitting there looking at this guy like man, I go this is this is gonna be fun this is what it's all about, and that's how you know <laughs> with, with our that's how our friendship all started, and it's just from that little thing and. You know, just from back in 1998, you know, stepping on stage, I ended up doing, you know, seven or eight shows that whole year. Because once I did my first show, which was back back then, it was called the ABA um, Hercules Aphrodite Muscle Classic. That was my wow. very, very first show. And I had no idea how to compete. 
um, my diet was tuna, tuna out of the, tuna out of the can and broccoli, and no salt, <laughs> no nothing. I dieted for two weeks. Um, my buddy had me a dare, and I stepped on stage, and it kind of kickstarted from there. And I've been, you know, I've been very blessed, you know, to actually get to compete against, you know, some of the greatest competitors that I think, you know, I could just go on and name just all kind of people, but it would just take forever. But you know, it's just with guys like Philip and just getting to watch him on stage, and I, you know, always, I always said, I said, you know what, I gotta set my game up every single time. So you know, back in 1998, that's how it all kind of started, and you know, it just kind of trickled from there. But you know, it's a lot of people don't know how old me, you know, myself and Philip are, and you know, it's, you, 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 when you well, compete against guys that. It's well, I'm about put it this way in the in the ABA. I'm about to be a grandmaster's, which grandmaster you know masters is forty to fifty, and grandmasters is fifty on up. So, and I'm about to be a grandmaster. So, you know, competing against guys that are in their twenties and thirties, you know, me and Philip, you know, Philip, we've been doing this for a long time. And long time. And, yes. and that's a testament. I love it. That's a testament to being natural, because you know you can yes. you can maintain your muscle for a long amount of time, um, and you can you can know to me, and I see Philip as we got older, we got better, and we it got hard. The muscles got harder. You got more condition. Well, Philip kept getting every time I see him, man, he brings out ridiculous conditioning. Anyways, so. You know, it's just it's been a testament to you know how long how long we've been doing this. Yes. All right. Man. I, 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 I gotta say, you know, hearing you guys, I can't stop smiling. I think my cheeks are gonna be hurting after this show. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, congratulations <laughs> to both of you because of, of the hard work. But I'm I'm telling you, it takes a lot of work to keep that natural muscle that size and that full. It's not an easy thing, and I think that's why people choose to jump ship and, and, and try the alternative. But I know what, what you guys just said. It is a testament mm-hmm. to hard work over duration, but it's not easy. And I think that's the one thing that people tend to forget because mm-hmm. you guys do pose so well and you do your routine so flawlessly. But, you know, you're talking about years and years of practice. It's not something that you've ever taken for granted. I know, Phil, Rico, you've been always appreciative of the time. And, and, and Kiyoshi, when we sat down with uh, Brandon to eat, and one of the things I noticed was your passion for this, where you did want to come back and you did want to respect the stage. And I, I think that's what, you know, every true uh, athlete has been doing for a long time, is respecting the competitors and respecting the state. I'll start with Kiyoshi first on this question. Is that something that you were just taught being raised up? Or is that something you learned along life where you respect your competitors, your competition, and whoever's promoting the show? You know, um, and I can go back way, even back further than that. You know, I was raised by my mother, which was a single mother. You know, she was from Japan. We, you know, my dad passed away when I was nine months. So, and my mom was Japanese. And if you know Japanese parents, they're very, very strict. And they're very, very disciplined. So, and that's the way I always grew up, but just being on stage, you know, I've always, I've always respected, you know, everything that everyone does, you know, because, you know, with this sport, you know, it's, it's hard work. It's, it's, it's a lot of hard work. It's waking up. You have to be dedicated. You have to be disciplined. 
Um, so, you know, just, just with that alone, you know, I've, I've always respected Phil and just, that's just with any competitor out there, you know, whether it's male, female competitors are out there, you know, doing figure, bodybuilding, whatever it is, bikini, you know, and that's just something that I've always instilled. My mom's always instilled in me is respect the person, you know, it doesn't matter where they're, where they come from, who they are, what color their skin is you respect that person. And that's why I've always held up to do. All right, Rico, thoughts on Kaylin's question. Okay, again for me? <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. Yep. I, yeah, sorry. Sorry, I hear the buzzing in the back. I just must, must be my phone. But, um, yeah, you know, Kyoshi said it all. We've uh, we've had such a incredible career, and I think um, being able to respect other athletes, um, it's it just one of those things for me. I I, I – I had both my parents around, but, you know, everyone has their struggles and they have, you know, families that sometimes I might have a little bit of dysfunction, you know, but I, I always grew up kind of a shy kid um, and always listened to my mother and father involved in sports. And, you know, I didn't have the success that Kilshi did in, as an athlete. Kilshi, you know, he hasn't mentioned it yet because he's, he's being humble, but, <laughs> you know, he, he, he was a, a you know, I, I followed him. We, we follow each other because we have so much respect for each other, you know, and I, Everything that Kyoshi does, is just, I'm in awe because, you know, he started off as a, an awesome football player. There's actually a guy, when I was in the Marine Corps, and there's a Marine that knew, that knows Kyoshi went to school with him, and he would just brag on Kyoshi how he was just so awesome at football and he played professional football. I mean, that spirals into, you know, him being so awesome as a, you know, you know if not the, the best ever natural bodybuilder in, in the PNBA, IMBA. So, you know, that athletic background and that discipline on top of just having the, the humbleness to realize that, you know, we're all hard workers. You know, we, it, it's not easy. It's not, especially when you're doing it naturally, you don't have the opportunity to make a lot of money in natural bodybuilding. We're doing it for the love of the sport, the love of the other athletes. We have other jobs. We have families. And so when you have all that together, it puts things in perspective, you know. So um, I feel that having that perspective and knowing that everyone that com- that I compete against um, is going through the same kind of struggle and, you know, training regiments and, and everything else that I am, you know, you just look at everyone and say, hey, you know, good luck, and uh, I'm glad that we get to see each other again, especially in the IMBA, PNBA. It's like family. You see the same athletes every show that we go to. We all have love and respect for each other, and it just makes the whole entire atmosphere that much greater. And, especially when I know I'm competing with someone like Kyoshi, then there's going to be a bigger type of crowd, a bigger atmosphere that's looking forward to seeing all of us on stage and, and, you know, all the fans out there, you know, I can speak for both myself and Kyoshi. We, you know, we love you guys. If it wasn't for you, uh, you know, all this wouldn't even be happening. We wouldn't be getting these opportunities. And it just makes it that much better for us as athletes to, you know, go out and do our best when it comes to training and coming in top shape. But, uh, you know, I think, uh, it's just the love for the sport, the passion for the sport, and the passion for people that uh, I, I really enjoy. Aw, got our own little love fest going on. Taylor and I love, yeah. love the love, feel the love, spread the love. We are loving the love. Hey, and so is listener Benny. He said, I am so excited. All caps, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. 
downloading this show. It just got real. Benny, I hope you are enjoying yourself along with everybody else out there. So, Rico, we didn't get to your very first show and what got you started in this madness. Lay that on us here real quick. Well, my very first show actually started, you know, Kyoshi, he's so funny because he's kind of telling everybody our age, which is which is all good. You know, we're, we're definitely <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we're no spring we're no spring chickens, but it, it's all good. You know, we're trying to hold it down for the, you know, but anyway. But I started out competing in 1992. So I uh, joined the Marine Corps in 1989, and I was stationed over in Japan. So it's kind of, you know, crazy that uh, – it's that international thing that comes out. But I competed in Japan because a guy pretty much entered me into the show. He, he thought I had a good physique. And I did my first show. It was very similar to Kiyoshi. I didn't really diet for the show. I just entered in, you know, with the way I was. And I was, you know, was about 22 years old, 21, 22. And I did well. I didn't know how to pose at all then. So for anyone to say that I'm a good poser now, it's a testament just to, you know, doing this for a long time and, and, and practicing over and over again. But did that first show in 92. I actually won my class, but I, I lost the overall to this, you know, very lean, older Japanese guy. And it's funny because I saw him like 20 years later and I just remembered him. And it's just funny how things come full circle. So I competed in a lot of the military shows on base for the first three years. Um, had some success there. Got better and better. And it wasn't until I came back and got stationed in California that I was able to start competing with, with the MPC because that's all they had. That's all I knew. I did some armed forces shows there, and it wasn't until 1998, like Kyoshi said, when we finally met each other then. And then I heard about Kyoshi and uh, heard, you know, that he was definitely the, the man to beat. He's the, the new, the newcomer. Because back then they had guys like John Hansen, Michael Hearn, uh, Tito Raymond, right? Tito Raymond, right, Kyoshi? Yeah. Did he compete in the – I think he was competing in the, in the natural world. But anyway – so those are the guys, the main guys that were successful with the ADA. And I think Kyoshi and I were the newcomers coming up, and I heard so much about Kyoshi's, you know, his physique is crazy. He's just got everything, every body part, the conditioning, and, uh, you know, they, they didn't lie. You know, everything that they said about him is true. So he was the man that I was trying to, you know, compete against to see where I stood in the sport. And uh, when we finally met at the Team USA, it was an unbelievable class of just great competitors that came out to that show. And Kyoshi and I and a couple of other incredible athletes were posing down for the overall, and Kyoshi took the whole thing. Uh, he took the overall in that show, and when, that was when our friendship really started because we had respect for each other. We met each other again at the Natural Universe, uh, again where he came out on top against me. Uh, he also did the Natural Olympia that year. But we've met many times that Kyoshi definitely has the edge, and that just shows just how great he is, and I've always been trying to, you know, get to the point where I'm at his level, and uh, we've met each other many times and always had great battles, but uh, he is definitely the, the standard, the gold standard when it comes to the sport. I mean, and that's, I mean, it's really a great story, and I, and I love to hear, you know, kind of your, I'm going to call it a relationship, but it, I mean, it is what you guys have had, a competitive relationship, a growth called bromance of friendship, close connections. But with two athletes of your caliber and, you know, you know you're going to come up against each other, I mean, what kind of strategy do you even put in place for that? <laughs> I mean, and whoever wants you, to take that, you, 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 I don't know. You, you can I go mean, ahead and fill up. 
Keep your hands up. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to get me to tell the secret side? <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll, Why I'll, not? I'll go first. Let's but, keep the yeah. <laughs> Say it again. I said, let's keep okay, the secret well, sharing I'll, going. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, it might as well. Hey, you know, we're kind of old now anyway, so it really doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, when it, when it came to going up against Kyoshi, you know, I. For me, I knew I just had to come in my best no matter what. I could only do me because my body type and Kyoshi's are, are so different. You know, Kyoshi, he has, you know, his genetic build is, is incredible. He has the shoulders, the, the thigh sweep, thin waist, you know, full round muscle bellies. So he has a lot of real big muscle bellies that I don't have the same size and genetic structure that he has. So I have to rely more on my conditions. So against any... You know, for, for against most natural bodybuilders, I'll do extremely well because of the fact that I do have, you know, good structure and aesthetics and, and, and the condition to win shows. Even, you know, both Kyoshi and I had success in the MPC as well. He's, he's had a lot of success. He, he was very close to becoming an IFPB pro, um, competing at Team Universe and everything else until he switched over to the IMBA. Um, but that just shows that even as natural bodybuilders, we can still be super successful even in non-tested shows, um, but then do extremely well, obviously, in the tested shows with, with the PNBA, IMBA. But um, when I go up against Kyoshi, I know that I have to be at my best, and I really can't worry too much about um, how he's going to come in. I got to just hope that, you know, the judges choose me or, you know, maybe he's off or something. That's probably the only way that I can have ever get an edge on him. And I think, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Kyoshi hasn't lost to anyone on the natural bodybuilding stage except for me one time. So I beat him one time, but he's beaten me three, four ways. One, two, four times. Or five times. Four times. Four times. Four times. Yes. He beat me four times. I beat him only once. So he's, he's got that. But you know what? At least I can say that I am the only one to beat this, this guy. You know, he's the six-time, yes. he's not even the six-time natural Olympia champion, but he's six-time in a row. So he's basically the, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Ronnie Coleman, everything for the PNBA. And so the only thing that I can, you know, be proud of is the fact that I'm the only one to have any success on a natural stage against him. And that's definitely something that, and, and the thing is that when, when I did get that one chance of glory against him, the funny thing is we were hanging out together at the time. It was him, me, and my kids and everything. And I, we, we went out for, what, the McDonald's cheeseburger to celebrate the, the show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, it's so funny. But, you know, but the rest of the time, Kyoshi has just been so dominant. And so when I know that I'm going up against I just got to be my best. And uh, I really don't worry about it anymore. I don't try to shy away from any competition, even when I know I'm going up against him. Because, you know, you're doing it for fun. And you're also doing it for the fans and the audience, because when we compete at shows, the audience and the, the crowds are just so much mm. more into it because they, they follow us. And um, we go out there and just put on a good show, no matter what the outcome is. And uh, I know the last Olympia that we ended up competing against each other, there's a huge build-up to the show. And, you know, we had a lot of, you know, radio shows and, and this and that. And it, it really helped build up the sport. And that's, I think the, the sport's kind of missing that now, where – they don't have build-ups to these big natural shows because um, I really don't know why. But it was it was it was great back in those days when Kyoshi and I would compete against each other because 
like I said, it would bring up a lot more fanfare. So, but when I go up against Kyoshi, all I can do is be my best, and I've always just tried to bring that condition, try to fill out a little bit more so I can kind of get close to matching his size, and, um, you know, that's the best I can do. All right, then. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, I, 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 was, I had to do the complete opposite. Now, when I, when I say that is Rico has the most, I'm going to be honest, Rico has the most sickest conditioning I've ever seen on anyone. And, you know, that's, I'm talking about, like, even with the Brian Whitakers, the Doug Millers, and everybody else, Rico has a different type of conditioning. And it, you yes. know, I, I, my hat's my hat's off to him because you know he served in the military, and you got to understand to compete. You know, think about all the hours that he has to do. Yes. You know, spending in the military, doing Good. the training that he does, and you know, and, and everything, and still be able to hold that type of size and be conditioned. It's it's it, it speaks volumes. It speaks utterly you know volumes, but. When he was actually out in Temecula, when he was living out in Temecula, I've known Rico, like I said, I know Rico, his whole family, everything, for so many years. And when he was living out in Temecula, out here, there was a friend of ours. And, you know, being competitive with, with Rico, I think that brings out, you know, on both our ends, it brings out that competitive nature. And, you know, I'm going to push a little bit harder, do something a little bit, you know, more. We had a friend named Troy Johnson, and he lived yeah, out Troy. there with Rico. <laughs> he, yeah. Yeah. He, he lived out there with, with Rico out there in the area. And Troy would call me at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. He called me up and said, hey, why are you sleeping? <laughs> at the gym. He's, uh, he's, he's on the stair mill, and he's been on this thing for the last 50 minutes. Why are you in bed? So I'm not going to lie. In 10 minutes, I was dressed, and I was out the door. And I was just like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to go, if he's doing cardio that early in the morning, i got to get up, too. And he would call me, and, 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 and Troy would call me like, hey, fill up here again. I'm like, damn, this guy's crazy. I go, this guy getting up every damn morning at 3, 30, 4 o'clock in the morning to go do cardio. I said, man, I got to do the same thing. But that's, you know, to hold that type of conditioning, you know, I'd have to be, I'd have to be somewhat close to him, you know, as far as conditioning. Because, you know, when you're, when you're hard and you're conditioned, you know, you just look so much bigger because it is an illusion. And, you know, I think that, that brings out the, the competitive nature, you know, within myself, and I know it does with him, that, you know, I got, you know, I'm, I'm going I'm, to, I have to go up against Philip. So I have to, you know, bring the best package that I can within myself. You know, I can't worry so much what he's doing as far as like, you know, you know, as far as like um, how conditioned he's going to be. And, and I'm, I'm the same way. I was like, ah, he got, I hope he's a little bit off, you know, his conditioning. And then one year, <laughs> <laughs> and I know this one year he got sick and and I, mm. I'm not going to lie, man. I was, I was kind of, I was bummed. I was bummed that cause I know he had the flu or something, the stomach bug and it hit him hard. And oh yeah. 2010. He looked a lot, yeah. 
Yeah, he looked a lot smaller than he usually did. Mm. And you know, yeah, after talking to him, yeah. he was like, "Yeah, I was, yeah, I was really, I was really sick, and and I could tell, and I was bummed because you know, as competitors and as friends, you know, I want the best, I want the best Rico there is, and you know, and I, I don't like to see competitors get sick or you know get hurt or whatever it is, you know, especially you know he's a he's a friend of mine, so yeah. You know, but it, but it yeah. does bring out that competitive nature that, you know, okay, you know, this, this person is going to be in that show. You know, I got to step my game up even more because I know he's going to come in, you know, 110 times better. I know he's doing cardio. I know he's sticking to his diet. <laughs> I know he's training harder. I know he's doing more reps, you know. <laughs> so I can't say you can't be outworked, but, you know, you got to put in the work too. But yes. I'm 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 very competitive. I'm very very competitive, and you know it's it, it is a subjective sport, and we all know that. And I you know I'm not going to mm-hmm. sit here and lie to you and say you know it. There's times I went up against Rico, and you know I I go backstage after we get done with prejudging, and I'm thinking like damn dude he got me. I go man I got I, I, he got me, and I'll sit there and look at pictures and I'm like God, you know so but like I said you know we're both you know Rico judges I judge. Kaylin, I know you judge. I'm not sure if Desiree, I'm not sure if you judge Eastman, but I'm almost positive you probably do. But, you know, all yep. of us, if we, sat down on, if we sat down on a table, we could have, you know, when we judge like three people, we could have all three people in different positions. So, you know, it's a very, very subjective sport. And But as far as competitiveness, man, I, I, anytime that I know Rico's competing, I got to set my game up like 20 times fold. Because that's just, and I, and I know that what he's going to bring mm. to the stage. So that, that part's always been fun. You know, when I get phone calls at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, say, hey, Phil, here. <laughs> How are you doing <laughs> So. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Man, man, man. I, I've seen you guys on stage, and, I mean, uh, it, it, it's truly amazing. And, you know, when you talk about the National Olympia, you're talking about an international stage. Representing Team USA, I mean, um, that's that's got to be a, a, a an elite feeling in itself. But you know, when you represent your country, you know, especially with Rico, you know, being in the military, I'm sure that takes on a whole different uh, yeah. uh, mentality. But also, you know, when you have all these different cultures uh, stepping on stage and you're sharing that time, does that create a bond that we just don't understand on a on a level that you guys do? Or is it something that we should really get to know? Because I know you guys, uh, a lot of the Greece uh, show just happened, and I've just seen all kinds of great pictures and more from stage and a lot more from the scenery and just going out and being part of the land and the culture. You know, explain these international shows and their significance and their importance. And I'll start with Rico this time, and then we'll go with Kiyoshi after that. Yeah, I mean, I think both Kyoshi and I have both competed internationally many times. I remember Kyoshi did the National Universe in Australia, and he, he took that out. And it's tough because when you travel overseas, it's a whole new – people don't know here, you know, what, what, it, what the athletes look like and how the whole scenery is going to these different countries all over the world. You know, I've been I, – I did the uh, PNBA World Championship in Budapest, which was – you know, first time being there, it's a you know totally different world and different languages, different scenery. Uh, you have to prepare differently, obviously, when you're traveling overseas because you you know you 
you have to get your food and have that all you know all right and and your uh, you know your whole your whole clock internal clock of how to prepare for food before the uh, the shows and everything. But it's just it's just awesome to see these different competitors that you normally don't see. You know, we we cover a lot of shows here in the U.S. and it's just you know mainly the same top guys that you'll see from the natural shows here. But when you go over there, it's just, uh, it's a whole new world. You know, you see uh, the best from Australia, the best in, in Europe, Germany, uh, Korea, Italy. Uh, and so it, it's, it brings on a whole new level of competitiveness because you know you have to be prepared for probably some some new person, new competitor that you've never seen that could be like a freak of nature, you know. So uh, you have to be prepared for anything when you get out there. And another thing is when you get out there, you want to enjoy your time um, not only just at the show and meeting all the different athletes from other all over the world, but also just to enjoy your time uh, visiting that that country. So it's it's a great feeling. I'm very uh, happy that the IMBA, PNBA are the leaders when it comes to international shows and having you know a Team USA bringing it out to these different countries for all of us to experience the world. You know, experience the different cultures. Uh, I definitely am bummed that I didn't get a chance to go to Greece this year, but you know, both Kyoshi and I, we, he was at the Italy show when I, I won that a couple of years ago as a judge. And uh, it, it's always fun. It's always just a great time. And when we bring Team USA, we always know how to party and have fun. The Keikos do an awesome job of, you know, taking <laughs> care of us, putting us up in the best hotels, uh, the best after parties. Um, so it's definitely a, an awesome experience that uh, I, I really am so grateful for because I never thought in a million years I'd be doing anything like this. Uh, not only with the opportunities of competing uh, internationally, but both Kyoshi and I have also had sponsorship uh, opportunities overseas too. So, you know, it's it's been an unbelievable career, and you know, the international part is just another level of of enjoyment that we've been able to to have. And that is fantastic. And I would definitely love to talk to you guys more about your international presence and sponsorships and all that, because that's really an area that we've never really gotten to delve into for our listeners. So maybe on a future show, but as far as tonight goes, we've got some questions piling up and I want to be able to uh, get to those before we run out of time here. Cause we're already halfway through our show guys, if you can believe it or not. So uh, the uh-huh. next question I'm going to roll. Through, I know it's from Brendan, and this is for both um, Kiyoshi and Rico. And he wants to know, what are your weaker body parts, and how did you build them up to their elite level? So, Kiyoshi, we'll go with you first. None. I want to say probably <laughs> <laughs> my, my weakest, my, when, I first, my first start, when I first started, my weakest body part was my back, was my back, and chest. Back-wise, you know, I had a lot of competitors, I mean, a lot of competitors that were friends of mine, um, not just, you know, in the IMBA, but more the MPC and the IFBB. Um, you know, either way, you know, whatever they take, you know, they still have to work hard. And they would always tell me, you need to get your back thicker. You need to get your back bigger. You need to get, you need to get wider. But, you know, I didn't know exactly what to do. I didn't deadlift. I, I had no idea, you know, as far as, like, you know, deadlifting could bring about, you know, the same amount of uh, mass. I didn't really know, you know, my, my, my back was basically lap pull-downs, uh, pull-ups, and, and seated rows. You know, that's all I ever did until I started incorporating deadlifts, um, really, really heavy, heavy deadlifts, um, 
you know, a lot of bent over barbell rows, a lot of dumbbell rows to build the thickness. Um, but like, you know, that's, that's as far as like the back. And I really had to really concentrate on the mind, mind to muscle as far as really getting it wide mm-hmm. and really feeling that muscle work. So I really had to lower the weight down a little bit to really learn first before I actually started going heavier. Chest-wise, I still think it's my weakest body part, um, especially, you know, when I look at Phil, because when he steps on stage, it's re- his chest is really full. It's really, really full. And, and mm-hmm. I look at him, I'm just like, you know, and I have to position myself because my chest is not like that. You know, my chest is a little bit flat compared to his. His chest is just round and full. So when I step on stage, you know, I still try to do the same amount, you know, the dump, the incline dumbbell presses. And, you know, I, I haven't done a bench press since I was like 18, 19 years old, probably 20. And when I played ball, that's the last time I actually did a bench press. And, you know, and so, and that's been over like 20 something years, but I, I had to position myself in opposing what you know whatever we had to do posing wise to actually show my strength to where and hide my weaknesses as I call it and to where my chest looks fuller and it looks bigger than it actually is. So it's been it's been a it's been a difficult road, but you know here it is again being natural. You know I've had to put in years and years and years of work. You know I just didn't expect it to happen overnight. You know, you're, you're talking about, you know, since 1998, and I'm still I'm still working on it now. So, you know, e- even if I do come back one day, you know, I still have to build certain areas to keep that width and keep that thickness. All right. Philip. Awesome. Yeah, Kyoshi, I mean, he's very similar to me as far as what he said as far as, you know, working – to get those weaknesses up and uh, to, you know, be able to pose and hide, you know, what is your weakness and, and, and accentuate your, your strength. For me, you know, especially when I had to go up against someone like Kyoshi, uh, my shoulders were always my weak point. And in the very beginning, it was my legs. I just had, you know, little stick, stick legs and wow. my calves. <laughs> and it wasn't until I saw, you know, when I was competing in the military, there was a guy that was, you know, he was, I guess, the Kyoshi for me back then, but nowhere near Kyoshi's level, obviously. But, you know, he was the first one that beat me when I was competing in the military. And he was a football player, did heavy squat. So I started squatting, and then my legs just responded within, you know, within a year. And then my legs ended up being more dominant than my upper body. So it's been always a back-and-forth thing. But for me, squats, leg press, they, you know, and lunges were the things that not only built my legs, but also my glutes. And so, you know, genetically, you just never know what best responds to, you know, the stimulus. For me, that was what responded really quickly when I actually trained them properly, you know. So, uh, and I incorporated deadlifts to, uh, to really develop my legs, and they became my, my strength. My calves have always been a struggle. You know, I think for African Americans, it's always going to be a struggle. But for me to have them even the way they are now, I'm kind of satisfied, you know. <laughs> I take what I can get. Um, <laughs> and then for my shoulders, just to kind of stand on stage with the big guys, you know, the Doug Millers and, of course, Kyoshi, number one, uh, I had to really focus on hitting shoulders, you know, two or three times a week, hitting a lot of laterals just to get that illusion, you know, because I don't have the, the wide clavicles. So, you know, when I'm against Kyoshi, I look like a little kid. 
on stage. But if I pose correctly and, you know, have wider shoulders, it just helps kind of, uh, you know, bridge that gap a little bit. You know what I mean? So uh, those are definitely my, my weak points. And just like Yoshi said, even at this age that we still train and, and, and stay in the gym and try to enhance our physiques the best we can naturally, I still have to continue to work those areas. And, and if you don't continue to have consistency in the gym, uh, those, those body parts can still fade. So, uh, yeah, those are my, my weakest body parts for sure. Man. Well, and, you know, this is just fantastic in the sense that even at your levels, you still look at your physique and can pinpoint areas that you still want to develop. And it just goes to show that this is a sport where you can always continually work to get better if that's your goal. Um, Philip, next question is for you. It's from Larry. He wants to know what was it like to have Daniel Strong win at your show? Oh, man, that is an awesome question. Uh, you know, that was my very first show, the 2013 show, and uh, Daniel's story is just amazing. His brother uh, is Donovan mm-hmm. Strong, and I've competed against Donovan. He's a, a great natural bodybuilder in his own right and a trainer. Um, him and his wife, they both are, are, are pros. But, uh, you know, Daniel I had never heard of, and, you know, he, for those that don't know, Daniel is in, he, he's in a serious car accident. He lost family members in a car accident, his daughter and his wife, um, and he is an amputee. So yes. to have him come on stage at that show and make his comeback after that tragedy, you know, was just amazing because he came out there with so much emotion and his physique is just incredible. It's incredible whether you're an amputee, physically challenged, no matter what, his physique overall, he can stand on stage with anyone. Uh, And he just came into the show and swept every category. So he did the physically challenged, won that obviously. He did the open uh, class, won his class in the overall. And that same year, he actually competed as a pro at the Natural Olympia and placed very high. So it was just an incredible story. He you know, when he won, he cried on stage. He had a lot of us crying as well when he told his story. People in the audience you were coming up and saying how, you know, just inspirational he was. He ended up making a lot of the, the, the local news channels and, you know, doing a bunch of YouTube uh, commentaries and documentaries. And it, it was great to see him have this as a life-changing thing after tragedy. Just because it goes to show how God is so awesome where he can take a loss and turned into a transition of life into, you know, where he's at today. And I know he still trains hard. He still um, has his own gym that he trains at and does great things for his clients and for himself. Uh, I saw him a couple of months ago at a show, too. So, yeah, it was, it was an, an unbelievable moment, and uh, it's a great question, Larry. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Larry. This next comment is from Sammy. Um, both of these brothers can pose like nobody's business. It's sad that some shows want to take away the art of posing. Well, I'm going to assume that Sammy's talking about maybe the uh, the routine, because uh, I know some shows they're moving to the uh, single format, and so the routine is no longer mandatory. It's optional. How important do you guys feel the routine is to the bodybuilding competition? Um, you know, necessary, not necessary. What do you guys think? Uh, Kiyoshi? I think it's necessary. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, it's, for me, the only reason I had to I had to put in work is because I saw Rico. 
And, you know, as a judge, you know, sometimes, you know, prejudging is, to me, results can always be changed. Results can always be changed. And to come on stage at the night show looking different and have a routine that just, that's, you know, jaw-dropping, that leaves an impression with the judges. But, you know, the crowd is, is, is basically mainly for the crowd. And yes. I think it's, you know, it's something that, you know, you're interactive with the crowd. You know, like I said, if, if you guys would have seen Rico's routine in 1998, it, was, it, was, it wasn't just a routine. It was, it was, Is there a video? Is there a routine. video? Uh, I think I can find the video. I'll see if I can find it. This routine, I'm telling you, it's, out of all the shows I've seen, all the competitors I've, I've met, routines I've seen, I have never seen anything like this in my life. And I'm just like, I was, you know, like I said, something like that is, is for the fans. And, you know, to kill that, and I, don't, I really don't believe, like, in the IMBA, PMBA, I don't believe it'll ever go away. Because, you know, in the IMBA, with the pros, and maybe this is one of the reasons why, the, you know, the pros, the show lasts a little bit longer is because it's for the athletes. That's, anytime that you're in a pro division, especially bodybuilding-wise, you can have as much time. Different organizations, they, take, they give you like 30 seconds to 60 seconds. In the PNBA, you can have as much time as you want up there on stage. It's your time. You know, it's your time to have fun. It's, it's for the fans. You know, so to take that away, that would that would just that would, honestly, that, I think that would just kill the sport. Rico, thoughts? I totally 100% agree with Kyoshi. And, you know, Kyoshi, you want to thank you for, you know, I appreciate your kind words always. But, you know, he's right. I think purists like us, I know that I put a lot of work into opposing routines just like Kyoshi did. It helps your body get crystal when you're practicing those routines. And if you look back to the very beginning of bodybuilding, you know, back in the 60s, posing was so important. You look at Arnold, you look at everybody else. And for them to take it away, I think it just, you know, it just uh, takes away from the sport. And I look forward to seeing all the competitors. If I, you know, I, I remember every single time I've gone up against Kyoshi and I see him go out on stage, I'm always peeking around the curtain to see his routine and see how he looks. And, you know, because every, every pose and seeing the rippling muscle, and it, it's just incredible. It's so, I mean, if, 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 if you really are into the sport and you see your favorite athlete out there, it gives you goosebumps to see them posing. So I know that the audience doesn't mind staying around to see, you know, some of the top guys or, or you know, your family members or whatever posing because it's, it's very artistic. And I believe that if you put the time and effort yes. into it, um, just like we do, I think it's something that has to stay around, you know. And, it'd be, you know, I'm still going on YouTube now and look at, you know, some of the videos of me and Joshi competing or other, some of my other favorite bodybuilders. But I just think it's, it's what the sport is, is all about, especially when it comes to, to the male bodybuilders, you know, uh, some of the old fitness routines, but like like Yoshi mm-hmm. said, too, it's going to be around the PNBA, INBA, but it, it's very important. It's a necessity. All right, Rico. Well, you promised the video and Kyoshi of Rico is going to give us a posing routine video. We have to go tit for tat. You have to give us a posing routine video so we can post all of these together 
on P4P Real Talk with Andrea and Caitlin and Midwest Muscle. And hey, maybe our personal pages. We're gonna get that out there. So we'll be we'll be watching for these. Um, last question on tonight, and then a couple of comments, and then we're gonna wrap. This one is from Brendan. And oh, actually, this one's not from Brendan. Sorry, we asked Brendan's question. Let me get to the right darn question here. It's from Bryce. I had two B's in a row there. How do you feel about the Iron Man magazine rollout for the Nationals only community? Rico, your two cents first. Oh yeah, it's amazing. You know, and uh, I know that both Kyoshi and I were at the show um, last year when. You know, Denny Keiko signed on the dotted line to make this deal. You know, Iron Man has been around forever. You know, everyone knows about Iron Man, Black Muscle Fitness. Um, and to actually have a magazine that's out there in Barnes & Noble and all these stores that really focuses on natural athletes, yeah. I mean, when you, it, it, it's, it's incredible, you know. And I, it's, it's a long time making because, you know, let's get real. The majority of people that are out there are natural. You know, they want to see yeah. yep. the top natural athletes out there and what they truly take supplement-wise, what their workouts are. And so when you're focusing on the natural athletes, it just shows that we're getting more mainstream into what real people want to see. So I, I, I would highly encourage all people, you know, all walks of life to, if you want to really up your game when it comes to working out, supplementation, and everything else, Iron Man Magazine is, you know, for you. And I just really believe that, it also captures a lot of the shows from the CNBI NBA. So, you know, you'll see all the athletes and see how the, you know, the results from each of the shows. And there's so many shows, of course, all around, you know, the U.S. and the world. So I think this is huge for natural bodybuilding and hopefully it leads to bigger and better things. I mean, it doesn't get much better than this. And, you know, like Kyoshi had his, his, his awesome photo shoot and covers of magazines. This is going to continue now for all the now new up-and-coming athletes that are trying to follow in, in Kyoshi's footsteps and my footsteps. Um, this is something huge for them that they get a chance to now reap the rewards of doing things the right way. Amen to that. Amen to that. So everybody's been loving you guys tonight. Guys, Sam is saying, I can't believe you have these two guys on the show. Yes, we do. And can you please have them back on, please, 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 from Brent, Dave, Mike, (laughs) Brad, Carl, and a whole host of other folks. Wow. And, uh, Kiyoshi, I know I didn't get your feedback on Iron Man Magazine, but we've got two minutes left, and I just have to ask about the uh, the Santa photo shoot that you must have <laughs> posed for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you're done oh. now, I, just, I have to <laughs> ask You got me. I just have to. <laughs> and if you guys don't know, I'm – I'm actually gonna. I'm actually gonna probably try and steal this photo and post it on one of my pages. But he's there in some little red knickers. It looks like in a little Santa hat, oh looking all <laughs> with a happy, happy holidays wish. And you know, I just, I just, I just have to ask about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm that, sure you that did. Was, I'm that, sure you did. That was actually done for fun. <laughs> Um, when I actually, I, when my sponsor, I was with uh, Generate, which is Vitargo now, um, we actually did a photo shoot, but um, I had a friend put a little hat on me and said, let's just do this, just, just, just to make me, you know, have some fun. So I said, okay, but I didn't think how big it was going to be, and it just, 
and I just kind of used it and it ended up in a couple of different places. Let's just say. <laughs> just a couple. <laughs> but it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was fun. Oh, man. It was fun. Oh, my. I feel like, I feel like you had wow. your own routine. Chippendales or people from Australia were thundered down under or something. I feel like that. I was totally looking at a Do you really want to stay down under? Male review. <laughs> Male review. Wow. Hey, that's your name, KP. I don't make the rules here. I'm just saying. So they're in Vegas, too. So I don't know. You know maybe maybe Kyoshi's got a little Way side. Way to go, Way to go. You know what? I, I, do have, I do have a question. If you have a couple seconds. Yeah. We sure do. I wanna, Go I ahead. Wanna, I, I want to know if Philip's going to compete this year or next year. Uh-oh. Hey. Uh-oh. 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 I the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I, all, 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 I, all I know is really, I'll tell you this, it depends on you. That's all I got to say. Uh-oh. I, okay, this, 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 okay I'll, I'll bring it back to this then. If you look in Iron Man for fall, the fall issue coming out, it'll tell you. <laughs> okay. There you go. All right. Well, I guess, I guess I'll find out. Oh my gosh, leaving yes. us with a cliffhanger. I love it. So we technically, <laughs> even though we're still recording, we're technically off the air. So only our listeners who were tuned in and stayed tuned in are okay. catching this. So guys, now you know why you have to listen to the shows till the end, but, you know, if you know someone that cut off early, they can download the episode and it'll all be here. But now we're all going to be waiting on pins and needles for the fall issue of Iron Man magazine, and you know what? That's quite all right. So, KP, <laughs> last thoughts on tonight? Hey, I, I'm a kid in the candy shop. I, I'm like the other guys. I, I sure hope we can have him on, on uh, again sometime soon, because this I think we still had some questions left on the table that uh, they'd like to ask these guys. All right. Sounds good. So I'll leave that uh, coordination on your end, KP. And with that, I just want to say, Kiyoshi and Rico, thank you so, so much. You guys have definitely been an inspiration. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, we wish you all the best. And I guess we're going to be waiting until the fall issue of Iron Man Magazine to see if you're going to be honoring us with your uh, presence on stage. But, uh, All the best to you and yours. And uh, with that being said, on behalf of our living legends, Kiyoshi Moody and Philip Ricardo Jr., the boys from P4P Muscle, Little Santa Hats Everywhere, Snickerdoodle and Chocolate Whey Protein, Kaylin, and myself, your body is a temple, so let's build it.